Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome men to Show Thyself Approved. And so we're going to jump into it today. And I just want to thank you for first and foremost, checking out this podcast made by a man for men who are seeking to become whom they really are meant to be. And to maintain that, to continue in that, if you haven't heard the intro to this podcast, I suggest you go back and listen to it. I did mention in that podcast also that I would be providing a means for you and I to have dialogue, for you to leave comments, for you to uh, maybe point things out that you have learned along the way and maybe share your experiences and your insight as to how we can all be accountable and grow and prosper in all sense of the word together as men. I just want to talk to you guys today uh, about being a leader and men, you are the leaders. We are the leaders. We are the ones who take up the mantle. We are the ones who are at the front of the pack. We are the ones, you might say, leading the charge. It's men who do this. It's men who are equipped to do this. It's men who are called and purposed to do this in all sense of the word. Now, let me be clear before someone out there gets butt hurt. You can be a leader and not necessarily be a man, and that's all good and dandy, but I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the men. So with that out of the way, I just want to share with you in this podcast to remind you that you are the leader, men. And this was birthed or came out, again, from a conversation uh, just recently My son, my oldest, called me and he ran something by me as his father. He was looking for some counsel. He was looking for advice for uh, my perspective, my take on things. And, you know, one of the things that I have learned through the years (laughs) of living is actively listening. Let me say that again. We have to actively listen to individuals when they're speaking to us. That could be our sons, our daughters, our wives, whomever it may be. Learn how to actively listen. That means you're paying attention, you're focused, you're locked in, you're not distracted. And one of the things that you have to kind of reprogram yourself to do, guys, I've had to do it. I fall into the trap of, of, of backsliding sometimes. You and I as men, we have this instinct that we want to fix things. We want to bring resolve, a resolution to things immediately. And so when our wives speak to us and they're sharing with us, you know, their day, and they're telling us about the toils and troubles and tribulations and, and all this other stuff. 
You just want her to get to the point, don't you? (laughs) I know I do. But that's not active listening. That's That's you hearing her, but you're not engaged. You're not really concerned, to be honest. You just want her to get to the point and... And I can guarantee you that this is, this is you. If you're the kind of man that someone is sharing with you their day, let's say your wife in this example that we're using, and she's telling you about the day and, and this conflict or, or this turmoil, whatever it may be, and you're just doing something else. You know, you call it multitasking, which I don't believe Many men can do, maybe a few, but uh, we'll talk about that at another time. But you're just distracted with something else. You're not engaged. And, And in your mind, there's this voice going off saying, can you just get to it? Get to the point? You know, I've been accused of that uh, time and time again because I'm a teacher. And sometimes I understand I belabor the point. I break things down. I think profoundly about things and I pick and choose my words. And there's times, and you'll notice as you get to know me, that I'll pause because I'm thinking about what it is that I'm about to say, who my audience is, how can I project and share and be clear in what I'm saying to the person or to the peoples that I'm sharing it with so so that there's no misunderstanding or at least that's the attempt. And so people accuse me of that. I say, man, you 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 know, you take 15, 20 minutes to say something you could have said in two minutes. Hey, you know what? Maybe you should look at yourself, guy. Look at yourself. And maybe understand that that's the reason why you are not leading from the front. And if you think you are, well, take a look back. There's nobody following you. You know why? Because you're not teaching. You're not equipping. You're not preparing. You're not educating. You are not positively enabling no one. You're not causing growth in anyone. You're just telling people what to do and how to do it because that's the way you think it's supposed to be done and you ain't teaching them nothing. And maybe that's how you want it to be. Maybe you want those individuals, your wife, your your children, Those young boys becoming young men. Maybe you want them to be 100% dependent on you all the time for the rest of their lives. So that you can, you know, puff up your, your chest and your ego and say, I'm indispensable. I'm the man of the house. I am the king of the castle. Let me tell you something. You're not. They're complying. But they're just a... A, a bunch of, of lost individuals without you. What's going to happen to them if you keel over and die right now? Not tomorrow, right now. You just have a massive stroke, heart attack. You die. You're dead. You're gone. What are they going to do? Will they be able to stand on their own? So men, we have to take a good, hard look at the leaders that we are, not the leaders that we believe ourselves to be, 
Not the leaders that we pretend to be, not this facade of of leadership, not not your grandfather's leadership, not your dad's leadership, because, you know, let's be honest, some of us, me, I didn't have a father who was engaged, who was there to teach me, to show me, to be an example of what a man should be. My father was there physically, but emotionally he was checked out. Spiritually, he was checked out. Physically, he was checked out. You know what my dad was good for? He was an excellent provider. That was it. He get up day in and day out, go and win his wages, come back, bring the bacon, you might say. We paid the bills. We lived life. And that was it. That's a sad existence. That's the only thing that I learned from my father. And I'm not sharing that, guys, as a boo-hoo story. I'm sharing it to be real. Some of you guys don't even know who your father is or was. Some of you don't even care. But the person, the man that you are today, whether you like it or not, is because of that individual, whether present or not, in your life. And so, men, you are the leaders. We are the leaders. How does our leadership look? Well, like I said in the beginning, my son called me to run this, this thought process that he had. And I'm not going to go into details. That's his private life. I'm going to respect that. But without getting into the details of it, my feedback to him was this, and I want to share this with you. I told him, listen, your leadership, and this is not an all-encompassing truth here. These are just my points, what I was able to relate to him by my experience. Let us be clear, not original to me, but they've worked for me, continue to work for me. I told them, listen, your leadership is either coming from a place of permission, protection, or passivity. Let me say that again. Your leadership, your leadership of others, whether that is your spouse, whether that is your family, whether that is your community, whatever capacity it may be. It's coming either from a position of permission, a position of protecting or protection, or a position of passivity. And your leadership as a man is going to reflect this. So let's break these down. Permission. What does it mean to lead from a position of permission? Well, it means exactly that. In order to lead and to grant permission, there has to be, first and foremost, a relationship as a, 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 between you as a man and whomever it is that you're leading. Again, whether that be your wife, whether that be your children. It, you know, it's easy for us men to, to bark orders. It's easy for us to confuse is the word. The leadership that we're talking about here with compliance, 
Because when I tell my kids to do something, I expect 100% compliance. Even if I even if I ask them, if I say, "Can you please do this, this and this?" I expect compliance 100%. See, that was my relationship with with my children when they were kids. When they couldn't decide for themselves. And so I would tell them and they did. And that was it. And the discussion. The problem with this is that we as men, as leaders that we are, and listen, we're all leading in one shape or form. So if you're just sitting around in your underwear, eating Lay's potato chips, scratching your butt crack. And you're saying to yourself, eh, this leadership business, whatever, I I don't want nothing to do with it. You're leading. You're being an example to someone else. Someone is watching. Someone is taking note. Someone is being influenced. So whether you like it or not, the example that you're leaving, whether good or bad, whether productive or not, it is a form of leadership. And some leaders will lead others to their destruction, to their demise. But it's still leadership. Paint it any which way you want. So in order for you guys to to, to bring the reins back in, in order for you and I to lead from a position of permission, we have to have relationship. We have to have a relationship with those that we lead, whether that is our wives, our community, whomever it may be. We also have to have trust built into that relationship. And guys, this doesn't happen overnight. This happens with time. Anything that is worth anything that has any value is something that is produced over a period of time. How long? The longer, the better. The longer, the stronger. And so... We need to to understand that there has to be a relationship. There has to be trust. And if you're leading from from a position of permission, you also have to be sure of self. You have to be secure with yourself. In the instance of, of my son asking, and again, not going into the details, I shared that with him. I said, listen, if you have trust in this relationship with this individual or individuals, then your decision to allow for that other person or those other persons to do, to engage in whatever it may be, you got to be okay with it. But the only way that you're going to be okay with it is if you're sure of yourself. Because you can easily fall into, excuse me, you can easily fall into the trap of of things bombarding your, your mind. And we'll get to that when we get to the last one, leading from a position of passivity. So that's leading from the from the position of permission. You have to have relationship. You have to have trust. You have to trust yourself. You have to trust that individual or individuals. And you have to be self secure about yourself as a leader let's move on to the next one there're going to be times that we 
are not going to be able, or I should say, we should not lead from a position of permission and rather we need to lead from a position of protection. And what do I mean by that? This is the best way that I could define it, guys. If I have as a man, as a husband, as a father, if I have within me the thought, the intent where I'm thinking what is in the best interest for those that I am leading, my wife, my children, my community, my coworkers, my friends, my neighbors, whoever it may be. If I'm leading from a position of protection, I'm doing it because I desire what is best for that person or those individuals. I'm not seeking to impose my will. I'm not barking orders. I'm not threatening. I am counseling. I am urging. I am seeking to persuade that individual or those individuals. And again, it goes back to the first one. If there is relationship, if there is trust, if you have credibility and that happens over, A period of time, the longer, the stronger in that area of your life and all areas of our lives, really, then that person or those individuals will adhere to you. They will listen and they will they will know that you are seeking to lead them and you are not allowing them or you're counseling them not to engage in this thing or in that thing or whatever it may be. They know this. Okay. And, and again, I have to insert this in here. We don't necessarily know everything. I mean, that's like one of those duh moments, right? We don't know everything, but the longer we live, the more we experience, the more we expose ourselves in this life, in different aspects of our, of our lives, whether that be spiritual, intellectual, physical, uh, financial, all these areas of our lives, as we expose ourselves and we learn and we grow we can in turn turn around and share with others because we've been there, because we've seen that. And we say, hey, listen, I'm telling you this. I don't have a a clear explanation because that's another thing, guys. You don't necessarily have to have had the experience, the firsthand experience. But but there's this sixth sense. There's just this, this gut feeling as a man as a leader and you wanting what was in or is, I should say, in the best interest of that individual because you love them, because you care for them, because you want to see them grow. You don't want to see them stumble. Now, you know, they're going to stumble and fall eventually, but you don't want that to be unnecessarily done. Then you can you you can share with them and they'll honor you. So that's leading from a position of protection. So we've done leading from a 
position of permission and leading from a position of protection. Let's talk about the third one now. Leading from a position of passivity. Now, unfortunately, there's nothing good that can come forth from you or I as men who are leaders in being passive. Passive in the sense of we're weak, weak-minded. You know, we don't think for ourselves. We, we turn on the news, whatever network you are uh, most comfortable listening to, whatever political party you uh, associate with or none, whatever religious belief you have or none, whatever it may be, whatever influences you, whatever you put into your, into your head by hearing or seeing and you allow it to shape you, but you have no thought. You have no volition. You have no, no self in the process because you haven't thought things through to understand things for yourself. You remain weak. You're, you're just sheep. You're sheep. You're just following along. Just lead me to the next pasture. Lead me to the next lake or river to drink waters. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to do nothing. I just, I just want to sit here. That's passivity. That's the epitome of weakness. That is life happening to you instead of you happening to life. Listen, you and I have the same amount of time every single day. How come? Why is it that some men get more done in the first few hours in the morning than you and I can get done in an entire day? Because they are definitely not leading from a position of passivity. They are ceasing the day. They are attacking what is in front of them. They have a plan. They have a purpose. They have an objective. They're getting to work. They're showing up. While most are just being passive. They're letting things happen to them. They're being swayed with with different forms of teachings and doctrines and other people's convictions and beliefs and telling them how things should be and 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 could be and and all this other stuff and and they're just they're just going along to go along in passivity there is weakness in passivity there is fear because there is no certainty about anything because there's no personal conviction there's no personal conviction. There's no certainty. There's no ground to stand on. You know, you're, it's like building a house on sand. Build the foundation as strong as you want. Use the best materials. But if you're building on sand, it doesn't matter how mighty that foundation is, how, how compacted is that structure that you're building. The sand is shifting underneath it and sooner or later, 
the winds will come and howl and blow that house away as if it never stood there. That's fear. Fear is the the shifting thoughts that go back and forth, in and out of of our daily thinking, of our daily actions. We operate in fear because, again, we don't have we don't have vision for the future. We haven't sat down and listen guys, any man can do this. Any man can grab a mic and share their thoughts and their experiences, but they don't. They're waiting for someone else to do it. Hey, I'll gladly take up that mantle. And if you're listening to this, I think, no, I believe and know that you want to lead from a position of permission because you have relationships, because you've built up accountability, credibility, trust. You are self-secure. You're on that path. You're seeking to be a leader that protects. You protect yourself. You protect your own. You protect the community. You are that man. You are that leader. You don't want to be passive. You don't want to be pulled left and right. You know, in in passivity, there is also manipulation. Why? Because the the manipulator is always seeking peace. But it's it's a facade. It's a a false peace, a pseudo peace. What, What do I mean by that? You see... The, the person that leads from a position of passivity is always looking to see what is going to benefit them. And they are going to go with the flow. If it's advantageous, beneficial for them to say something to act upon something that is going to align them and associate them with the, listen to my words, with the perceived majority. You know, usually the people that are making the most noise, the ones that we said here that unfortunately in the society that we live in today get the most airtime, get the most screen time because they're the most vocal Cut down through all of that and you will see that they are manipulating. They're trying to manipulate you. They're trying to manipulate me. (laughs) But listen to this. They are actually also manipulating each other. They are lying to one another. They're jockeying to see who can, can get over on the other one so that they can step up and step on that person so that they can get to where they want to be. And it's all manipulation. It's all based on this false bravado. It's all based on a lie. Listen, this is what we're faced with. This is what you and I have to acknowledge if you don't acknowledge it if you 
have made it this far in this podcast and you are not in agreement with it, this is not for you. Go back to your life. Go back to your passive ways. Go back to your your comfort. Hey, more power to you. Good luck with that. But I'm going to be honest. When shit hits the fan, who are they going to call for? Are they going to call for the passive, weak, fearful, manipulative individuals who have no conviction, who have no backbone? Or are they going to call on the men who are leaders, leading from a position of permission, from a position of protection, from a position of authority, of power? I don't think it takes a genius to answer that question. Look at history. Hey, have we always gotten it right? No, but I'm not being apologetic about it. As I've said before, I'll say it again. We live and we learn. And if we don't learn, shame on us. Because then we will be no better than the individuals who have resorted to being passive. You know, they're like a pack, like a herd. They get together so that they can sound louder and look bigger and look stronger. But there's no backbone. There's nothing there. It's a facade. Be a man, understanding that men, you are the leaders. Lead from a position of permission. Lead from a position of protection. But don't be passive in nothing and in no area of your life. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Be good, do good, and I'll catch you on the next one. God bless you.